You're listening to Campus Review Radio. To register for our upcoming Higher Equity Summit, examining the various barriers to equality in higher education, visit campusreview.com.au and follow the links to Higher Equity Summit. What did your review find on how universities can best promote mental health? Yeah, well, what we found was that although some of these strategies which are currently used, like providing support services to students, are very useful, if you want to, over the longer term, promote mental health, you really have to embed the strategies in the curriculum so that it's really, really important that students, right from the very beginning of um, their university career, engaged in open conversations about health, particularly mental health. What would embedding these strategies into the curriculum look like? Well, for example, one of our initiatives for next year is to develop a online unit, which is available for all students across the university, which will be about valuing your own health, understanding your own health, talking about your own health, as well as developing a value for the health of others because mental health like any sort of health is actually interactive it's not just about what we do it's about what we do for ourselves with others in the environment how our organizations support us to also be as healthy as we can be is mental health an issue that universities have sort of i suppose ignored for a while now or is it um been something that's been on the radar for a while Look, it's been on the radar for a while, but it tends to be on the radar at the extreme end, if I can say that. So, for example, you know, when um, an incident happens or a student is really floridly mentally ill, of course, this is of great concern to universities. So, universities do provide support services to students. They have psychological and counselling services. They, of course, work with students to refer them to appropriate services in the community. But what we're talking about is something much broader than that. We're talking about mental health rather than, as it were, mental illness. We're talking about how students can understand what being mentally healthy is, how important sleep is, for example, to your mental health, how important good nutrition is to your mental health how important physical activity is <laughs> to your mental health. Yeah, and those are all things that students are, are notoriously bad at as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the challenges because particularly in that first year when students enter university, many of them are moving away from home for the first time. They may be living in digs and not necessarily eating very well, staying up late and so on and so forth. So... Yes, one of the challenges in the age group, you know, the 18 through to the early 20s, the emerging adulthood, is actually bringing this out as a topic of conversation and discussion in the curriculum so that we can face it, as it were, confront it and find strategies that work for students. Is one of these strategies more reducing the pressure of study, like not 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 reducing the workload maybe, but just reducing perceived pressure that students put on themselves when it comes to studying because a lot of them put a lot of pressure on themselves. Absolutely. And there's two parts to that really. There's the students that put pressure on themselves and many of them do come from 
you know, high-achieving home um, backgrounds where students are meant to always get HDs. You know, this is quite challenging. But it's not just that. Often in the environment, the university environment too, there are additional pressures. Uh, for example, if two or three assignments are all due in the same week. So part of really creating an environment which supports students' mental health is to ensure that everything in the academic curriculum, not just the content, but the way in which the curriculum is assessed, their learning is assessed, that it all takes into account that that will have, if not a positive effect always on students' mental health, working to reduce the known negative effects, such as assignments all being due on the same date. And one of the interesting parts of this review was the impact of the, the built environment, the buildings of the university. Can you go into a bit of that as well? Yeah, it is really interesting. And that's why our health is in the university is about, um, and it is rather a mantra, but it's healthy places, healthy policies, healthy people. Often we don't, um, or at least we underestimate the impact of buildings, being inside all day, not seeing green, not seeing light, being in enclosed lecture theatres and so on. We all know how we feel at the end of the day if we've been in an office building that's like that. And most office buildings now aren't. But in many universities, and particularly in the older buildings, you know, the conditions aren't always very good for one's physical health, which then in turn impacts on your mental health. So part of embedding the notion of having a health-promoting university is looking to the environment in all of its um, features, including the buildings, looking to its policies, for example, assessment policies, and then looking to the people and the way in which people are able to interact in healthy and valued ways. Mm -hmm. And is this things like natural light, green spaces and places where students can move around rather than sitting in a bunker all day, basically? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we all know that sitting all day is not so good. So one of the things, for example, that's been quite important is trialling. Um, st they're not really standing desks, but like a standing platform for students who wish to stand in the lecture theatre. Um, up the back, of course, so they're not disrupting the view of others. But so if they wish to stand, they can. These sort of are disruptive in the sense of how we think of lectures with all the students sitting there watching a person at the front. But there are many changes to the way teaching occurs in universities, sometimes fantastically innovative, but not always taking into account the students' physical and mental health as well. And what impact can staff members have on students' mental health? Well, enormous. Uh, mental health, of course, is about interactions between people. So uh, when students aren't um, particularly engaged, then, of course, that's harder for staff and vice versa. If staff aren't particularly engaged, then students aren't going to be engaged. Having open conversations about mental health and what helps us all to feel healthy, uh, including just the simple, and you'll be aware of it, are you okay statement uh, can make a huge difference. Regrettably, mental health, individuals' mental health, whether it be staff or students, has been something that people have been a bit wary of talking about. I think sometimes because they feel they might uncover something deeper. But we talk so much about physical health, 
really what we're saying is in the curriculum, in the university, we have to have those same conversations about mental health of everybody, students and staff. Yeah, and on that notion, um, so what did this review find about um, the mental health of staff? Similarly, there, there definitely are pressures on staff in universities, larger numbers of students, longer working hours. The, the sort of pressures, though, in, in fairness, that we also see in other areas of the economy. The university reflects the broader society um, in, in that way, that there are more pressures for more achievement, for more people, for more turnover and so on. So some of those pressures are sort of difficult in the sense that they are, as it were, embedded in the society around us. But again, one of the reasons for coming back and saying that the university needs to be a health-promoting environment, it requires us to pay attention to those pressures rather than to accept them as it were normalised. It's great the campus review is interested in the mental health of students. It's a really important area, which, uh, as I said, is not totally been overlooked but has often been put at the extreme rather than thinking of it as something which affects all of us and so it's for all the students in the university not just those who uh, regrettably may be experiencing more severe mental health difficulties.